Welcome to the One Girl Travel Podcast, episode number 16. Welcome to the One Girl Travel Podcast, your passport to the world of solo travel with certified life and travel coach, Alessia Tenebruso. Join Alessia as she shares her own journey of self-discovery through solo travel, while also focusing on topics such as life coaching insights and travel tips along the way. Now, here's your host, Alessia Tenebruso. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode number 16 of the One Girl Travel Podcast. Happy New Year. Can you believe we are in the beginning of 2023? And I just think it's the most exciting thing. I love New Year's. I love fresh starts to a year. And I am so ready for everything that we are all going to create this year. So I want to know, do you create New Year's resolutions? Do you choose goals for the new year? Maybe you choose a word of the year. I'm curious if any of your resolutions or goals or words are about solo travel. Because if you're ready to make this year the year where you make the world your playground, you live a life of freedom, you don't wait for anybody else to join you anymore, then I am here to help you. In 2023, I want to see as many women as possible just going out and living life on their terms. I don't want to see you waiting around for friends to join you to go out to dinner or your partner agreeing to go on vacation with you. I want to see you step up and go after your dreams, even if it's by yourself. And that's what I want to talk to you about today in this podcast episode. I want to let you know 10 tips on how to incorporate more solo travel into your life in 2023. So the first tip I have is to take yourself out for coffee. If you want to begin getting comfortable doing things alone, start by getting a coffee or a tea and just sitting down at a cafe. Drinking a beverage doesn't take too long, so it's a great way to practice sitting down, enjoying your drink by yourself, and just being in the moment. I want you to pay attention to your thoughts and how you react to them when you're feeling uncomfortable. Ask yourself, Why do you feel this way? And try to coach yourself through it. Getting a coffee is very standard. Everybody goes to get coffee by themselves. It's not a big deal. So this is a great way to begin getting comfortable doing things by yourself. Tip number two is go to a movie. This was one of my favorite ways to get comfortable solo traveling is to go to a movie. A movie is a great way to practice getting comfortable doing things alone, especially now that most theaters allow you to reserve a ticket in advance and you get a really comfy seat too. But you can purchase your favorite movie theater snack, enjoy a few hours by yourself, and watch a movie. It's not like you talk during a movie anyway, so who cares if you're by yourself? This is a great way to step outside your comfort zone, go out in public by yourself, and just relax and enjoy a movie. Step number three is go out for a casual lunch. Now that you conquered a cafe and a movie on your own, you're ready to take yourself out for a casual lunch. Choose a restaurant you already love or somewhere you always wanted to visit. Avoid using your phone if you start feeling uncomfortable. Be present and take notice of everything around you, like the people, the decor, your meal, and how you're feeling. 
And also, I want to remind you, a lot of people go out for lunch by themselves, especially during the week. So if this makes you feel extremely uncomfortable, try going out midweek for lunch. On your lunch break, or if you don't go to an office, just go out to lunch by yourself. Most likely, there'll be other people solo dining, and it'll make it a little bit easier for yourself. Step number four, we're going to focus on meeting people by attending a meetup. Attending a meetup is a great way to meet new people with similar interests and will help you get comfortable with starting conversations with strangers. You can use websites like meetup.com and just look for local groups you may be interested in. You can also join an intramural sports team. Pickleball is all the rage right now. That's something that I'm looking to join. So you can look for a sport that you want to join up. Or you can use apps like Bumble BFF. And that way, it's a dating app, but you can focus on meeting friends instead of dates. This is going to help you get comfortable meeting new people. Because when you're solo traveling, it's up to you to meet new people. You have to be open to new conversations, embracing people, and just saying hi to strangers. So this is great practice. I really recommend you try this. And especially if you're looking to grow your friendship group, this is a great opportunity for you to meet new people, develop new friendships, and see what could happen. Now we're getting into the actual travel portion. So step number four is book an overnight getaway. An overnight stay in a local hotel can be a reset that you've been looking for. Imagine having a large bed all to yourself, a remote that only you can control, room service if you desire, and much-needed quiet time. Sounds like heaven, right? The challenge with staying in a hotel overnight is managing your thoughts. You're going to have plenty of time to think since you're by yourself, so it's up to you to control your thoughts and analyze your feelings. You might have feelings of guilt, worthiness, and even imposter syndrome might show up. But understanding why you feel that way and responding to those feelings with the reasons why you deserve this time to yourself will help you control your thoughts. I personally love booking local hotels just for a change of scenery and just getting out of the house, getting outside my comfort zone, because most likely when I book an overnight getaway, I like to go out to dinner by myself, do new things. I like to talk to the staff there, get comfortable checking in by myself, navigating a hotel room by yourself. This is great practice, especially if you do want to go on longer trips. And it's just also really nice to have that reset, to take yourself out of your normal routine and just get comfortable going out by yourself, and taking some time for yourself, knowing that you're deserving of alone time. Step number six is to visit an exhibit. Taking yourself to visit an exhibit you want to experience can be a great way to practice solo travel. Choose a local art exhibit or head into the city solo to visit a museum and explore on your own. The benefit of going solo is learning to follow your intuition and listening to what you want to experience. You get to take your time and go at your own pace, which makes the trip truly special. I think a museum is the perfect place to go solo, because usually when you're in a museum, you want to visit different exhibits on your own time. You want to take your time when viewing them, and you don't want to worry about if the other person is enjoying themselves 
or if they want to go see something else, this is your time to just be in the moment, do the things you want to do, and allow yourself to be present and enjoy your own company. Step number seven is one of my favorites. Take yourself to a concert. There are so many benefits to going to a concert solo. You can usually find a last-minute seat if you decide to go on a whim. You don't have to try to convince anyone else to go with you. You typically don't have conversations anyway during a concert, so you can just connect with new people and meet new people and have fun by yourself. You also don't have to worry about price points for everybody. If you want to sit front row center and there's a ticket available, you can do that. And I think that's so much fun. I have gone to dozens of concerts by myself. I have always had an incredible time, never regretted it. I have met so many people while doing it. And again, you don't talk to people really during a concert anyway. So have fun, dance, chat up new people, and go see that concert that you have wanted to go see. And maybe other people haven't wanted to go with you. So that stopped you. This is your opportunity this year to go to the things that you want to do. Step number eight is be a local tourist. When I travel solo, I love booking group tours. And it dawned on me that you don't have to wait to travel to be a tourist. You can easily sign up for a group tour in your home city. Local group tours will allow you to connect with new people and you'll have new experiences. But you'll also be comfortable knowing that you're a local. Some great resources for group tours are Viator, SecretFoodTours.com, Airbnb Experiences, Groupon, and TravelZoo. On my most recent trip to Scotland, I did a ton of tours. And I realized, like, why don't I do this at home? I live in New York. I can easily go into the city and go on one of those double-decker bus tours that I always do in new countries, but I have never done in New York. And food tours. I would love to do a food tour in New York. I do it in other countries. Why am I not doing that at home? That's something I can do by myself whenever I want to do it. And it's an opportunity to meet new people and have new experiences. So I think that is a win-win all the way around. If you live near a city, you can go explore that city. You can go to a city nearby that maybe you haven't had been so familiar with. And go be a tourist there. Step number nine is go on a solo dinner date. Now I know you may have some emotions come up when thinking about sitting down to dinner by yourself, which is totally normal. I have some tools for you to help you enjoy the experience more, but I want you to know going into it, it's going to be uncomfortable, right? If you're not used to going out to eat by yourself, and then especially dinner, which is a more elegant affair, usually it's more couples or groups going out to dinner. It might feel intimidating, but I want you to know you are worthy of going out to dinner by yourself. You are worthy of dating yourself to going and enjoying food by yourself, getting dressed up and having an incredible evening by yourself. You are allowed to do that. You have permission to do that. And don't let anybody tell you different. So some tools that's going to help you enjoy the experience more is to make a reservation in advance. I think that will allow you to 
not be as nervous because you have it planned on your calendar that you are going out to dinner on this night at this specific time, and it can let you prepare a little bit for the night. And then I want you to speak up and ask to be moved if you do not like the table they sit you at. I have had this happen multiple times when dining alone where they try to put me either in like a back corner, by the bathrooms, in the middle of the restaurant, which I find strange. Like I don't want to sit in the middle of a restaurant when I'm by myself. I want to sit by a window. I want to sit in a comfortable booth or a nice table on the side. And I had to learn to speak up because that was something I was never comfortable with. I actually used to be really embarrassed when my mom would ask to be moved at a restaurant. And now I'm like, oh, I get it. I can do that too. I don't like this table. I'm going to speak up. So speak up for yourself because this is going to come in handy in all aspects of solo travel in the future. Then make conversation with your server and ask them what they recommend from the menu. This is also going to allow you to speak up and have conversations with new people. Be present and avoid your phone. So many of us will grab our phones because it's comfortable. We can hide in our phones. We don't have to be present and feel all the emotions that come up for us. I want you to put your phone down and be in the moment. Feel all the feelings, even if they're uncomfortable feelings. Know that you're not used to doing this. It's going to be uncomfortable and that's okay. It's going to get easier. Think of it as an experiment. You're trying something new. If you really don't like it, figure out what you don't like about the experience and how can you change it to make it better and more pleasant for yourself. Then I want you to eat and drink slowly so you can savor and appreciate your meal. Sometimes I'll take up to three hours dining by myself on vacation and I don't care. I love it. I Because th- at home, I don't get to take my time when I eat. I'm usually eating either at my desk or I'm rushing to throw a meal down my throat so I can get to work and do the things I have to do. So I think it is such a special occasion where I can sit down to a meal and take my time to savor and appreciate everything that's being served to me. And it also allows you to just be in the moment. The last tool that I have is to embody your future self when you're dining solo. As your future self, who does she show up as? What does she wear to a nice dinner? Is she confident? Even if you don't feel that way initially, embody those feelings. And eventually, one day, you're going to realize that you are her, that you have became your future self. I know because that happened to me, and it is the coolest feeling to realize that you are now your future self. You are the person you dreamed of becoming. And then you're going to go even further, and you're going to develop a new future self with bigger goals, bigger dreams, and you are going to do incredible things. Finally, step number 10 is to take the trip. Where have you wanted to travel but haven't because you didn't have somebody to travel with you? Now is the time to make that trip a reality. You proved you can eat, navigate, have fun, tour, enjoy new experiences, and meet new people all by yourself. So there is no excuse left not to go on a solo trip. The world is available to you. All you have to do is have the courage to explore it on your own. 
And if you feel like you need more support on your solo travel journey, I am here to help you. Check out the One Girl Travel Club. The doors have just opened again for the first time in 2023. And I would love to have you as a part of our membership. I want to support you on your dreams of living a life of freedom, of making the world your playground, and going solo. I also want to remind you, if you sign up as an annual member, you're also going to get the Solo Selfie Masterclass. I just released it in December to my annual members. It is a four-step process on how to take the most extraordinary selfies of your life. I'm talking about photos that you're taking of yourself that look like a professional took them of you. I've been traveling solo for 10 years. I have developed the skill and I consider myself an expert solo selfie taker. I've learned to take my photos anywhere at any time and it looks like somebody else took them of me. And I'm so excited to share this masterclass with you. So be sure to sign up. And again, annual members, not only do you get the solo selfie masterclass, you also get two months for free of the membership. So I don't want you to wait on your dreams. Let's get started together. Let's make 2023 your best year ever. And as a reminder, the One Girl Travel retreats are going to happen this year. So join the membership. You'll be the first to know everything. You will have the priority to everything. And let's get started. I hope 2023 is your greatest year yet and all of your goals happen for you. So let's get to it. I will talk to you next week. Enjoy this first week of the year, my friends, and I'll talk to you then. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the One Girl Travel Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can find out more about your host on our website, onegirltravel.com, or follow her on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and TikTok. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.